it is time to get solar powered. We welcome you back to another episode of the Solar Powered Podcast. My name is Ryan Hall from Royal Hearts Coaching, royalheartscoaching.com, life and relationship coaching for kings. And today I wanted to talk a little bit about peace. Now, I know there's a lot of a lot of heaviness in the world right now, a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, and a lot of worry that a lot of us have. Are we going to still have a job? Are we going to be able to feed our families? Are we going to be able to stay healthy during, I, I hate using this phrase, but these unprecedented times. And I kind of feel like I need to zap myself with a cliche, with, with a cliche buzzer. But, um, you know, and a lot of us, and honestly, a lot of men, I find are finding it difficult to stay grounded, to stay peaceful, and to be able to be their best selves. And uh, we've got a really cool guest that I'd like to bring on here. His name is Steve Strother. Steve is a men's coach with Finding Men's Peace, PeacefulMen.com. Um, and um, he joins us now. Steve, welcome to the Solar Powered Podcast, my friend. Yeah, yeah, great to be here. Thanks, Ryan. No, thank, thank you. Thank you. And uh, before we really get started, of course, um, I was we really got connected by mutual friend of ours, the the lovely Jin Shull, who was a recent guest on our podcast, uh, somebody we both think very highly of. So, you know, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's fun. It's fun to be here. Thanks for inviting me. No, no, I'm excited to, excited to have this conversation. And the first question that I always ask my first time guests is, who is Steve Strother? <laughs> All right. So... Uh, Steve Strother is, uh, I would say, um, a seeker. Um, I'm always seeking, I guess is the best way of putting it. Um, so I'm seeking um, and, in, in ways uh, to help uh, to, to help me de develop personally, spiritually, um, um, etc. Uh, so uh, I I live my life to in order to kind of uh, seek uh, that type of information, so to speak, and 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 to and to connect, to to connect with people, to connect with the divine, um, et cetera. So I'm always kind of looking for ways that that could happen, one way or the other, whether it's with people, uh, whether it's trusting in the divine, et cetera, um, and um, and so. And, and I guess over the course of years to explain how I got to where I am right now as a coach for men, just in, in a quick sentence or two, um, I just, after many years of realizing that I wasn't happy in certain areas of my life um, and that I knew, that I wanted to be doing something different, um, and I started to see that there were a lot of men out there like me, um, um, I started questioning you know what what is it that i'm looking for and then as i started finding some answers how can i help other men do that too so nice nice yeah we all have that moment that is the uh i guess the 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 aha moment where we're doing the work ourselves and it just opens it up 
like, okay, this is the kind of support that I can be to the world. So yeah. I ha I have it that that was that moment for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Really, there's several things that kind of added up to that moment for me. Um, but yeah, a big one was because um, in that search, um, I did uh, take um, coursework to become a coach. So, you know, I, and, and so I did have, I mean, I, so I, I've had credentials as a coach for now uh, six years. Uh, but there was a gap there between the time I got the credentials and the time that I decided to do this full time. Um, and so, um, but in, 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 in that training, of course, you meet a lot of other people who become coaches. Um, and then you just connect, get connected to a lot of other coaches through them. And so on social media, I was connected with a lot of coaches. Mo most of them were women. Um, and, I, you know, I would see them post about these great workshops that they were putting together and I would read through the post. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. I'm going to sign up. This is awesome. And then I get to the bottom of it and it would say for women only, you know, I, mean, I really, this happened a lot. It wasn't yeah. just once or twice. It was a lot. And I, and I started getting frustrated about it and I'm like, oh, this is, I mean, God, I mean, I need, I really want this and, and men really could could really use that too you know and um and so i reached out to one of them um who was a a, a good friend and I'm like man that workshop you're doing sounds great and um i wish i could attend <laughs> and, and she <laughs> she said i know i know you know i i know there's a need for this for men she did but she's like she said i just don't feel like i am in the place to help men in this way you know so it's more or less she was saying she wasn't comfortable with with that she didn't feel like she had she resonated with what men need exactly the way she resonates with what women need as a woman you know so and when she explained that uh, it made sense and I'm, and I'm and i'm like okay well men need it too and, and she even said that too i'm not the only one thinking this and um that's when that's really when that was when the first inclination came to me that well, if if I'm having trouble finding this, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only man out there that's looking for this. And I do have the credentials, so maybe it could be me, you know. Um, so, yeah, that, that's where it started. I mean, I've got other stories um, sure. as far as other things that, that happened that help kind of solidify. And, and I'll be asking you about a lot of them, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, there, there's definitely one thing that I have, that I have noticed being a man doing this kind of work is that there are, that a lot of the, um, like a lot of the spiritual teachers, a lot of the, like the spiritual mentors of like, like somebody that I really enjoy his content is Mastin Kip. I love, uh, like, I loved his, uh, love his books. I love his story, but he's got a primarily female audience, it seems. Mm -hmm. um, even, you know, even somebody like a, you know, like a Deepak Chopra, there's, you look at an audience of one of his events back when we could have live events yeah. and it was primarily women. Mm -hmm. And that seems to be a, you know, that seems to be a gap in a lot of the work that we do. And I have it that that's some of the, 
that that's some of the work that you're taking on in uh, in your practice and in what you're putting out there in the world. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I see that too. Um, yeah, like um, all you know, the, 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 the men uh, that you mentioned there and, and, and women too, um, that are, are in kind of this, this space, um, tend to still, you know, seem to, you know, it, it just seems that, that women in general are, um, are doing a lot more of this type of work right now, um, and therefore are, are attracted to it. Um, and, uh, and I, that's, that is a cultural thing. I, 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 de I definitely don't think there's anything inherent in men that make it so that they don't want to do this type of work, that they don't want personal development, that they don't want, uh, to develop spiritually that they don't want to even even going into emotions that they don't want to be that they don't want to be comfortable with their emotions um it's just that culturally um uh, the, you know we've we, we as men and have generally been brought up in ways that keep us from doing that they keep that keep us from wanting to be vulnerable um and in not being vulnerable then we're we're, we're we end up being um, more or less, we, we end up being afraid to reach out, you know, afraid to look, afraid to question, um, that type of thing, you know, yeah. so I know I was there. I mean, I'm, I'm 53 now and it, and it took, I, I was just telling someone recently, I think I was 45 before I really started, um, looking into this, you know, um, as far as where can I look for, for, um, for help, you know, from a personal development standpoint, you know, how, how, you know, and, and peace, you know, peacefulmen.com, you know, um, finding men's peace, that peace is a big, a big, a big, uh, concept for me. I believe, I believe in the possibility of peace and, and, and I believe, uh, also, um, that it is, it is our own individual personal peace that, will lead to, to the ultimate bigger world peace. Um, but we have to be looking for it first. You know, we have to be, you know, um, open to it. And, um, and that's where it started for me. I mean, I've always believed that, but, you know, for most of my adult life, I was wrapped up in a career. Um, and, and, and then therefore also I had family and, 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 and I, and I was telling myself that, I, you know, this job is what I need to be doing to support my family. And regardless of, of the fact that it's not leaving any time for me to do and explore um, what I really feel like my calling is. Um, and so, um, and I think that happens to a lot of us and I'm not, and it's not just men, it's men and women, um, you know, with uh, feeling that we, we really are supposed to be you know, working that big challenging job to make that big paycheck so that we can support our families, et cetera. And I mean, to, there is some truth to that, but um, because yeah, you know, we, we do need money to, to get by in this world, but, but you know, there, there are ways to do it and still be able to, to follow our own callings and passions at the same time. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a lot to unpack in that statement, but one thing that really jumps out at me is that, so often I have found, at least in my own journey, that the 
that the that the men who aren't comfortable to be able to open themselves up, be vulnerable, be uh, be real, be just be honest and truthful with each other about their emotions, about their feelings, about what's going on in their heads. They turn to different ways of 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 coping through alcohol, through food, through drugs, through sex, through any number of kind of things that lead a lot of us and just you know just speaking as you know speaking for men here but lead a lot of us down really dark deep holes yeah right yeah absolutely i mean I, and and you know and 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 whether it's any of the things you just mentioned or 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 even um you know, I, I like i for me you know, or what it was for me was work. I, I, I just, uh, put everything I had into my job rather than face the, the, the other things that were happening in my life that, that were challenges, like, like a, a marriage that was, um, that was not working, you know, that type of thing. Um, so, you know, it, 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 there are a lot of ways to numb and, and, and yeah, the, the drinking and the drugs and, and the sex, all of those can be ways. And, and then there are things that we don't usually think about, like um, work being becoming a workaholic and, and focusing on all our time on that. And, and so those are just, you know, those are some things too, but you're right. You know, that's, that is part of it. And I, and I think kind of what happens too, and this, the, 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 this is again, traditional, this is by no means do I, by no means am I saying that only men, um, face this but you know traditionally and not as much today as 50 years ago 30 years ago 20 years ago but traditionally you know men men have for many for centuries been considered and thought of themselves probably more than anything as as the provider you know and um uh and while that's not as much the case anymore, it's still it's still where you know, it, you know more often than not, you know, in a family relationship or or just in general, uh, more people in our society still think of men that way. And it's been so long that that our society that our society and the societies building up to our society have have been built on that premise that men are the provider um, that. Um, we tend to either either we think we are or we, or we think we need to be the provider um, in a family type relationship or we feel guilty when we're not and um, and um, first of all no I mean it's right especially now I don't think it's really true that the man needs to be or should be necessarily the provider in a in a family relationship but it's easy for us to get to go there as 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 the default. Well, I might not be doing any of this, but at least I'm out there earning the money. You know, um, right. so um, you might so, be miserable, but you're bringing home the paycheck. That's right, right, right. Absolutely, exactly, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Well, I know you've mentioned several times during our conversation about like your work. What were you doing before you? 
got into this uh, got into this uh, ontological coaching work? Sure, sure. Yeah, I, uh, before coaching, I was a I, I was in a sales career uh, for tw- a little over twenty years. Yeah, so um, both most of that time spent basically as a frontline sales a field sales rep, um, and for the last four or f- four or five years. Uh, in a sales management role. So yeah, I was traveling a lot. Um, yeah, you know, um, and of course there's, there's always that sales goal you're pushing for and you're hoping to exceed it. And so there was that and, and all the, you know, most of the actual sales work I was doing was done on the road. Um, and of course I was spending a lot of my time at home doing all that follow-up, you know, to those sales calls and those kind of things. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that that kind of work I I have done myself, and that kind of work can really be a strain on your relationships and on just what really is important at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, right, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about. Um, a little bit about your website. I was looking at your website before we started recording here. And I think the one, th- one thing that really jumped out at me was your logo. It's a logo of a couple of koi in the, in the uh, yin yang um, symbol. Yeah. Um, and we talked a little bit about this before we recorded here, but tell our listeners just the importance of that to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Happy to. Um, and I've done, I'm, I'm just going to say this, I've, I have done, I don't know, probably close to 10 podcasts in the last six months, and you're the first one to ask about that. So, uh, so thanks for that question. Um, well, 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 like I told you before we recorded, the fish just jumped out at me because I'm a Pisces. So. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, true, <laughs> true, right. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so the logo, uh, the two koi and a yin-yang symbol. So um, in three different houses that I have lived in and in my adult life, um, I have installed uh, water gardens. Um, and I love water gardens because they, not only do you put fish in them and it's running water, so you get the, you get the sound. So you, you've, got, you've got your pet fish, so just sort of pet fish. I mean, they're kind of wild, but you feed them and all that. And, um, and you've got the, the water flowing down the stream and off over a waterfall, so the peaceful sound. Um, but uh, water gardens bring nature, other nature into your yard. So you get frogs and they lay eggs, you get tadpoles, you have baby toads popping all over your yard. Um, you plant plants around it. And so it becomes this just beautiful, peaceful area. And um, so uh, when I had them in my yards, um, and you know, when I was feeling stressed, overwhelmed, frustrated, I would go out and just hang out around the pond, watch the fish, enjoy the nature, enjoy the sounds of the of the waterfall. Um, and it, it was a really peaceful place for me. So it was a place for me to kind of ease back from that overwhelming frustration and and find some peace. So and that's actually a core piece of what I do when I coach men is is help them work from that place of uh, frustration and overwhelm to a place of more peace and joy. Uh, so for that reason, it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, 
And then spirituality has always been um, an important thing for me too. And I've explored, you know, uh, various spiritual traditions um, and that yin yang symbol I just like because of the balance that it represents. Um, and so um, I don't have any tattoos, but I mean, you know, a few years ago before I started my business, um, I was thinking about, well, if I do get a tattoo, what would it be? And um, after, after kind of letting that percolate for a little while, um, I realized, yeah, what would be cool would be like a, a yin yang, like a two koi and a yin yang symbol. And so, yeah, when I was working with a business coach and, and brand expert, branding expert, um, when I was building the beginnings of this business um, about a year ago, uh, I told her that story and she's like, yeah, I think we've got your logo, Steve. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. No, what, what I'm hearing in a lot of that is just getting grounded is so important. Just so I, like, I think so many of us, we get wrapped up in the, in the, uh, in the hustle and bustle and just in the everyday minutia of the world of, going out doing a you know doing a job coming home dealing with family drama all that stuff that we just that we just just don't get grounded and that's that's i think where a lot of the again just speaking for men here but i i think where a lot of the men get disconnected from the world is because we're just you know we're just not grounded right yeah. now and i'm hearing a lot of that in what you just shared about your koi ponds mm -hmm. yeah right yeah absolutely yeah um yes that's a good point and that is something that 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 the koi ponds always did for me it was it did it ground ground me because when i felt that way i knew i could go out there and and find that peaceful place and, and it was because it was ground it was helping to ground me that that i did find that peace and you're right, I mean, it's, that's really true. And um, um, what I've found in, you know, in basically preparing some of the workshops that I do and some of the talks that I do, you know, you, you, you hear the term self-care a lot, you know, um, you hear it a lot. Uh, and I think as men, most of us say, oh yeah, that's something that um, my wife or my girlfriend or the women that I know do. Um, and, and we don't really think about it in terms of something that we as men can do too, you know, um, and it really is. And it's just as important for us as men as it is for, for women. And, 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 and that's what self-care does. It helps, it helps to ground you and self-care is really is going to be different from one person to another. It just depends on what resonates most for any, each individual, um, you know, you, you, we, you know, it, it could be meditation, it could be yoga, um, it can be running and, and, uh, and just to name a few. Um, and there's all kinds of different types of, of, of self-care. Uh, like running is a physical form of self-care. Um, yoga is physical. Well, running, we immediately think of being a, a physical form of self-care is actually a mental and emotional form of self-care too yep <laughs> right yep. So. <laughs> i i can i can speak on that with pretty good authority too <laughs> right yeah yeah so um and and yeah so um so there, there, there's things like that and and then there are things uh, th and this is this is key um one of the best things men can do for from a self-care perspective 
is is develop friendship friendships with other men and and actually to a point where you've got you know at least one really good best friend that you that you can talk to about anything you know and you know I, I'll, I'll, I'll use myself as an example when i in my prior marriage um you know that marriage um was not working for several years before we we decided to get a divorce um, I do remember that um, my wife at the time had other women she was talking with about things. I had no, I was not talking to anybody about it. Um, and, and even my best friends as men, I, I wasn't talking about things like that. And that wasn't their fault. That was my fault. I was the one not doing it. But now I'm like, for now on, I, you know, I'm going to have men that I can talk to because, you know, what I've, what I've learned is, that is one of the best things men, one of the first things really, the probably the most important thing men can do from a self-care perspective is have other men in their lives that they can talk to about whatever it is. And that those men are able, they're, they're, the, they're the type of friend that you can talk to and they're not gonna try to fix it. They're just gonna let you talk about it. They might give you some ideas if you want them, but, but they're not gonna automatically say, hey, no, you shouldn't do that. You should be doing this. Uh, they're gonna let you talk and then offer suggestions later if you ask for them, that type of thing. But, and, and, and a kind of, you know, they're the kind of guys you, you as men, we, we talk about these, we say, we use cliches like, you know, that, you know, that um, the, the man that's your wingman when you're out, you know, or, um, or the, um, or the, um, the guy that's got your back, you know, it's kind of that concept, but taken even deeper, a lot deeper actually, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, totally, totally. I mean, having having though having that one or two really close guy friends, uh, that's that's just such a beautiful point because back, you know, traditionally I should say most of my best friends have been women, mm-hmm. yeah. and, um, and and not simply you know, romantic relationships that I've struck out on. I mean, most, you know, most of my, most of my closest friends have been women, but I've started, but I have started to, and and they're still some of my dearest friends, but Mm -hmm. I have started to really um, get, allow myself to get closer with a few of my guy friends. And you just find that your blood pressure is just a lot healthier mental blood pressure at you know at times is just a lot healthier when you have that one guy that you can call and say hey i'm hurting can i you got a minute to talk you want to you know have have a beer with me or whatever so that's the kind of uh you know that's the kind of relationship i think that just is incredibly important and just on a quick breaking side note i had my i, I had a checkup this morning and my blood pressure was close to perfect so mm. just throwing that out there right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, um but yeah no there you know relationships are so very important for men uh for for anybody really but for men if they're searching and seeking that peace that i think we all deserve yeah absolutely for sure exactly and then and that's one of the reasons, you know, I, you know, I, as a coach, I offer one-on-one coaching, but I also also offer group coaching and, and, and various types of groups because I really am, I, I'm, I am 
putting an effort out there to encourage men to get together in groups of men, you know, um, and, and, and talk about things and learn from each other. I mean, that, so, so I, I'm not in a men's coaching group as a, as a coachee currently, but I am in a coaching group. So, so as coaches, we almost always also have our own coaches. Right. And so um, in that coaching group, what I, what I've really seen, and I've been in other coaching groups before too, but this one in particular um, really seems to be, you know, there's a lot of, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, it's not well synchronicity is part of it um that's not really the word i'm looking for but that is part of it but there's just a lot of and maybe synthesis but um where synergy maybe synergy yeah synergy that's it right that's it that's the word because you you in a group you start to because a lot of times and, and this is something with men too a lot of times we, we men in in our culture today a lot of times really tend to become you know the lone wolf, you know, I'm this man out here all by myself and I'm, I'll take care of it all. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to reach out. I'm not going to hang out with other men. I mean, I'm not saying we don't hang out with other men, but we don't, again, we don't, we, a lot of times we just don't go very deep with them, you know, right. you know, um, yeah, we go watch a game together and, and, and have a, a, a couple of beers, which is fine. I'm not, I am not saying there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I do it too, but, um, but I started getting that ur that that call and that urge to go deeper, you know, and that's another thing that led me into coaching for men too, is realizing, again, I can't be the only man out there that's really wanting, I love this, I love to watch a football game or a basketball game and have a couple of beers with the guys, but the conversations were always the same and, and I wanted, I wanted them to, to, to evolve, you know, and um, so what I've realized in group, what I've seen happen in group coaching is, you start to realize that's when you really see it. I mean, there are five other people on this call with me and everything that we're going through is, is kind of relates, you know, either there's usually somebody else in the group that's going through almost the exact same thing. And even if, even the people who aren't going through the exact same thing, what they're working on re does relate in some way to what you are too. And then you just start, you start realizing, Hey, I'm not in this alone. You know, we're all in this together, you know? And so, yeah, that's pretty awesome too. And, and so I really am working on ways that I can get men together, you know, um, in all kinds of ways, whether it's group coaching, going out on hikes together, you know, um, uh, things like that. So going to the koi pond together. That's right. There you go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I'm always up for that. <laughs> no, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Just a quick share, just a quick personal share for me. There was a, um, there is a, I, I live near Greenwich, Connecticut, and there is a, there is a small pond um, that where I wrote most of my second novel. Wow. Nice. Uh, there, uh, and there, this, this uh, park bench where I would go, day after day after day and i would you know when i wrote my second novel and there were there were these um there, there was this flock of uh canada geese and geese can be a little bit prickly at times <laughs> uh, right, to say yeah. the least yeah. but that but there but i remember i did not go there for you know, God, probably several months. And I was in a pretty, like, I was in a pretty bad place. 
so I just took a, you know, I just took my day off from my day job as Monday and Tuesday. And I think I took a Tuesday and I rode out to this pond and just sat out there. And I swear there was this one goose, I think, that recognized me. And like, Ryan, where have you been, man? Where have you been? No way. Right. Yeah. Um, at least it's kind of the story that I like to tell myself. Mm -hmm. But yeah. but I just think, I'll, you know, just, again, just getting grounded, being able to, you know, being able to connect with what makes us who we are. And just so often we get, we miss that and we get disconnected from that um, as we're going through our jobs and as we're going through our careers and families and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that story. That's great. And AI, I, I think you're right. I think that goose did recognize you. Yes, yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he probably, yeah, he probably did. Um, who are the types of people that are drawn to work with you? Sure. Yeah. Um, the, the types of people that are drawn to work with me are, 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 are usually men. Yeah. I mean, I'm a coach for men. It doesn't mean I only coach men, but, um, but yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Usually men, um, who are at a place, uh, in their lives where they realize something isn't, isn't working like they moral and, and basically that, that, that maybe they've, it could be that they're, they're bumping up against the same thing over and over and over again. And, and they re just realize that's a sign that it's, it's time to make a change of some sort. And they generally do, either don't know what that change is, or they kind of have an idea, but they're don't, they're hesitant to do it, you know? Um, so there's usually some frustration or overwhelm involved there. Um, and so they are, and, and, and in general, I'm going to take it a little bit of a step further in general, because, you know, really, really coaching isn't, you know, we're not at a point where most people, you know, to, you know think about working with coaches uh, or well, I should, we're not at a point where most people have worked with a coach before. Uh, so a lot of the men that work with me are men who haven't worked for, with a coach before, but they've maybe been reading some personal development books and they realize that's getting them to a point, but they aren't getting all the way there. And so that's where I come in as a coach to help, to help out with that. So, yeah, so that, that, so more or less what I like to say is men that are maybe in a place of overwhelm or frustration, looking to move into more of a place of joy um, and peace uh, and, and doing that, you know, generally to move into a place of joy and peace, you, you're, you're following some calling or some passion that's been there. Um, sometimes you're not even, you don't realize that's what it is, but you know, you, once we get into it, you start to realize it. So, you know, we, we can uncover a lot of things there. So it's either that, or, I mean, so the other piece would be, um, men who, um, who actually do know, you know, they, 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 they and maybe they're not, so maybe they're not feeling that overwhelm, but they realize it's time to make that move, but they also realize they need uh, someone to help them um, in, in making that move. So um, that's what I'm here to do as well. So. Got it. Got it. Yeah. There's, yeah, there, there's always the, those two levels, like the guy that think they know, like thinks they knows what they want, but not there. And the person who, knows that they want something and don't really know how to get it. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I mean, and it kind of reminds me of like one of the, like one of the, one of my passions is helping men find their voice in the world. Yeah, nice. Right. And in finding that, um, I get, like finding that happiness because so many people, I think, put dreams in mothballs as they mm -hmm. go through their career, as they go through their, you know, go through their life. Like they might have played the guitar as a younger man, but they haven't picked it up in years. And yes, you know, you know yeah, it's, it's stuff like that. And just helping men find that, find that voice, but also find that passion for living again. Oh, right. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a great example on the guitar, like someone who played the guitar when they were younger and, and just hasn't picked it up in forever. Yeah. And that, that's, that's one of the things I talk about when I talk to men about self-care and um, because that, if, if you're like, I don't know what to do for self-care or well, a good clue is think back to the things you used to do that you used to love and you just haven't done them in a while. The, that's self-care playing the guitar for someone like that. That is self-care, yeah. you know? So, um, you know, for me, um, it was, I mean, thinking back when I was 10 or 12 years old, I used to go out into the woods because we always lived in neighborhoods that were surrounded by fields and woods. I used to go out and hang out, hang out in the woods all the time. And um, I just realized, hey, I can't, I mean, I can't not, I can't go out and just hang out in the woods randomly like I used to, but I can go to a, a nature preserve nearby and go for walks on the trails, you know? And um, so, yeah, yeah, there's, again, great you know, great things that we can do, you know, from a self-care perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Self-care isn't necessarily having a girl's night right. at the, uh, at the nail salon or whatever. Self-care right. can be, self-care can be picking up the guitar again, going for a hike, going to play 18 with your friends. I mean, yeah. that self-care right. can be anything mm -hmm. that gets you connected with, dare I say, dare your inner child. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. And, and I like what you mentioned too, about men, find, you know, helping men find their voice and, and how connecting their passions to helping them find their voice. Um, because really, I mean, that, uh, you know, I, I, I I'm, I'm going to make a big statement here, but, but for the most part, um, men are not connected to their emotions, you know, um, yeah, and, and it, I think it's really easy to see that when you're looking at emotions like uh, sadness and fear, grief, et cetera, um, and anger even because, you know, we can express anger, but then we feel because all our other emotions were pent up when we do express anger, a lot of times it comes out as rage and, and, and then we feel guilty about it because we scare the heck out of somebody with it. But, but even happiness, you know, I mean, really, I think in, in, in our world now, and this isn't actually just true of men, but I think it's, it's more of an issue with men. We even have trouble expressing our own joy. And, uh, we, and we feel guilty in a lot of cases when we feel joy. Like, how can I be feeling joy when we're in the middle of this pandemic? Or how can I be feeling joy when um, this person's mad at me or whatever? Um, but, but actually we can, and, and it's perfectly fine. It's, it's fine. You can feel more than one emotion, um, at the same time, first of all. Uh, but that, you know, if you're going to, if, if, if you're going to help people, if you're going to have those good relationships in your family, if you're going to have those good, 
um, working relationships at work with your working work colleagues, if you're going to have good friends, if you're going to, if your goal is to help um, the world, you know, in some way, you know, help the world, not just yourself learn, grow and evolve, but the world learn, grow and evolve too. Um, that joy that you can bring to the world is one of the biggest things you can do, you know. Um, and so, but as, but in our society, you know, we tend to get bogged down in, in the challenges and, and thinking of the challenges just as things that are tough, when actually a lot of those challenges are what we can grow the most from. So there's actually joy in that when you think about that. When you're, when you're faced with a challenge, and I'm talking about even things like, you know, um, that divorce I went through a couple of years ago, it wasn't easy for me to look at it that way. And I probably wasn't exactly looking at it back that, that way then because that was two years ago and I've, I've connected to my emotions a lot better since then. But, but I learned a whole lot from that, you know, and, and, and there is, there's joy in that. Um, in fact, in that, the, 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 that I, there's, that I learned from it and, or when you're in the middle of it, you can look at the joyful side of, there's something to learn here. And when you start looking at, at that, when you start looking at things in life that are challenging as the learning opportunities that they are, they suddenly don't feel as, as tough, you know, because you realize they're, they're still tough, but you realize there's something on the other side of it. And as soon as you start thinking about it from that perspective, you start moving toward that. You start moving toward what it is you're, you're here to learn from it. So so i'm glad you brought that passion piece up because it reminded me of the whole thing with joy too so yeah, yeah. joy when we when we lose our joy we lose our we lose our self capital s i mean it's just it's it, you know it really is crucial it, it yeah. really is crucial i mean love him or hate him but watching tom brady play football yeah. last night there's still a lot of joy in that man Mm -hmm. yeah granted he you know granted he's married to a brazilian supermodel and he's making you know a jillion dollars but there's still a lot of joy watching that man play football yeah yeah absolutely he's yeah i mean all all, all other things aside you can see that playing football is joyful for him you know and brings him joy and because it's because of that he he puts a whole lot more into it than someone else who might, especially someone who's been at it for as long as he has, because I, mm -hmm. I don't remember how old he is, but I know he's over 40 now. Um, you know, not too many, not too many football, yeah, not too many football players are still playing in the NFL at that age. And probably one of the reasons he is, is that joy that he still gets from playing, you know? So. Yeah. To be able to, to that, that joy to be willing to, put in the extra work, put in the, you know, put in the physical training and the physical therapy. Cause he's 43 years old. He and I are very close to the same age. Yeah. And to be able to, to be able to put your body through that for what, 20 years now, I think yeah. yeah, is, you know, pretty much unheard of. Yeah. It is. Um, yeah. We we are just about out of time here, but I did want to ask you one more question. Um, when 
if there's a bit of uh, if, if there's a bit of wisdom that you'd like to leave with our audience, especially maybe the men listening to us here today, for somebody who there's you know there's something missing in their lives. There's you know there's you know distance between them and their you know and their spouse or their partner. They have no enjoyment of their job and their career anymore. They're just going through the motions, living the same day, day after day after day. Um, what is one bit of wisdom that you can leave with somebody who might be living that kind of life? Yeah, absolutely. Um, cool. Um, so I would say, uh, and, and uh, it, the number one thing is, uh, don't be afraid to be vulnerable, you know? So, you know, whatever the scenario is, um, the number one thing you can do to, to start moving toward, uh, the, the light at whatever the, whatever, if you feel like you're, you're in a tunnel, um, is there a light at the end of the tunnel? Yes, there is. Um, and, the, and the, one of the, the, the key way to start getting there is to be vulnerable and start talking to people. Um, whether it is like, if, if it's, um, you know, if it's uh, in a in a romantic relationship, yeah, obviously you're going to want to talk to that person and that you're in the relationship with, and don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Um, like, let them know what's on, what's bothering you. They're probably going to let you know what's bothering them too, and and so um, it works both ways. But don't be afraid to be vulnerable outside of that. So, like for me, and as an example, I could have been vulnerable, um, not only in talking with um, my wife at the time. But also in letting letting my friends at least know where I was, you know, so that yeah, and 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 then talking about it with them a little bit that would have helped a lot. So um, that's part of it. Another piece is curiosity. I mean, because it, it all depends on the scenario, but being curious about um, what what it is that you, you can learn from whatever the scenario is. Being curious about what the options are. Being and, and 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 being curious about how they might come to you because you don't always have to actually go out and do a lot of research to find uh, that next step. Sometimes it's something that will just come up for you, especially once you start being curious about it. So it's vulnerable and vulnerability and curiosity, and and ultimately, you know, both of those lead to finding the joy in it too. Whether it feels like there could possibly be any joy in it at the moment uh there there can be um and that's what starts the process of getting it there is the vulnerability and, and curiosity i love it i love it steve this has been a really enlightening conversation for me thank you so much for your vulnerability and yeah, thank uh you. and uh you know bringing uh bringing yourself to this conversation and i'd love to do it again yeah me too absolutely this is a lot of fun yeah. thanks to, for inviting me yeah it's been great it's been i've yeah. enjoyed it yeah. My pleasure. Uh, how can people find you? Yes, uh, they can find me um, via my website at peacefulmen.com. Um, and as you mentioned, the name of my business is Finding Men's Peace. Um, but um, I always mention this. If you actually search findingmenspeace.com, it'll get you there, too. Uh, we just decided to go with the shorter URL. So peacefulmen.com is the best way. Uh, you can reach me. I'm, avail I'm, I'm, I'm pretty active on both Instagram and Facebook. Uh, but you can reach me on both of those through my website as well. It's probably the easiest way of telling you how to get there. So Beautiful. Steve Strather, thank you so much, my friend. Absolutely. Thank you, Ryan. It's been great. My, my, my pleasure. And that'll do it for this episode of the Solar Powered Podcast, a presentation of Royal Hearts Coaching. 
For more information about me and Royal Hearts Coaching, just go to royalheartscoaching.com. You can follow me on social media at Ryan Hall Writes on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or you can shoot me a good old-fashioned email at ryan at royalheartscoaching.com. But that'll do it for this episode. Until we meet again, this is Ryan Hall saying thank you so much for listening. I love you all and go get solar powered.